I'm Donica Contour, and this is Naptime Devotionals, episode 51. His sacrifice shall be more sacred unto me than his increase, studying Doctrine and Covenants, sections 115 through 120. Welcome to Naptime Devotionals, a come follow me study for busy moms. I'm Donica Contour, your host. I'm a mom of four kids, wife of a high school theater teacher, and my favorite show to binge watch is Murder, She Wrote. Hello, hello. Um, So we're going to talk today um, about some interesting things. Um, The main message I got, and you're going to hear my kids going, Mom, Mom, the entire time because nobody is taking naps right now. We just got back from the store. And I was like, okay, Mommy's going to go record her podcast. Please just, like, give her four seconds so she could do it. And like within three seconds of me starting, I've already heard the knock, the door, someone knock on the door several times, but that's okay. Um, I want to talk about how God's ways are not, and have never really been man's ways, right? Um, we see this in Doctrine and Covenants section 115 verses five through seven. We see it again in, um, section 117 verses four through nine. And then the thing that kind of stuck with me the most while reading for this um, episode and reading this, you know, this Come Follow Me lesson um, is actually I read The Correct Name of the Church by President Nelson from October 2018. And I don't know if you remember this talk or not, but he basically, I want to say it was like in April, made the comment like, hey, we should... Um, be making sure we're using the correct name of the church. And everybody was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, And then he came out and was like, no, really, we need to change and we need to stop calling ourselves Mormons. Like, that's not okay. Um, And I was surprised um, by how much pushback he got from that because he's not asking us to do something hard. Um, He even says in his talk somewhere, I didn't actually... Um, highlight this particular section, but he does say that, you know, people were like, there are so many more important issues in the world. Like, why is this the thing that you're focusing on? Right. Um, and it's interesting because I feel like that is the reason why we don't do a lot of things that we could be doing. Um, people are like, well, this is such a small issue. Why don't you focus on the bigger issues? And the thing is, is the more that we actually focus and fix our small issues, the easier it is to focus and fix our larger issues because fixing a plethora of small issues helps make the big issues a little bit smaller, I think, personally. But that's just me. So I'm actually going to start with um, reading a couple of quotations from him. We're going to talk a little bit about this. Um, he says, What is in a name, or in this case, a nickname? When it comes to the nicknames of the church, such as LDS Church, the Mormon Church, or the Church of Latter-day Saints, the most important thing in those names is the absence of the Savior's name. To remove the Lord's name from the Lord's Church is a major victory for Satan. When we disregard the Savior's name, we are subtly disregarding all that Jesus Christ did for us, even his atonement. And then I highlighted all that Jesus Christ did for us, because he talks about that like a little ways later in the talk. And I'm going to read that too. And then we're going to talk about it. He says, after all he endured, 
After all he had endured and after all he had done for humankind, I realize with profound regret that we have unwittingly acquiesced in the Lord's restored church being called by other names, each of which expunges the sacred name of Jesus Christ. Every Sunday as we worthily partake of the sacrament, we make um, anew our sacred promise to our Heavenly Father that we are willing to take upon the name Take upon us the name of his son, Jesus Christ. We promise to follow him, repent, keep his commandments, and always remember him. He he goes on to say, taking the Savior's name upon us includes declaring declaring and witnessing to others through our actions and our words that Jesus is the Christ. Have we been so afraid to offend someone who called us Mormons that we have failed to defend the Savior himself, to stand up for him even in the name by which his church is called? And I love this idea that God's ways are not man's ways, right? Um, We... I remember when um, the I, I when the prophet had this gave this talk, right? I remember thinking, well, it's going to be a little bit more of a mouthful, but okay, right? Like um, it's going to be a little more when instead of when people asking, "Are you Mormon?" being like, "Oh yeah," being like, "Oh," and he actually talks about this later on, but you know, oh, I'm a member of the church. Do you mean I'm, am I a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? And do we read the book of Mormon? Yes. Yes. That's me. (laughs) Um, and I think it's interesting how, um, sometimes the things that are so easy and the things that are so simple, right? Like just making sure that we include Christ's name in our church, um, in our church name, right? Because I remember somebody saying one time that they went, I want to say this was over the pulpit, that this was a general conference talk, but I could be wrong, that they went to a ward and they listened, um, to, I think it was fast and testimony meeting. They listened to all these testimony meetings and they were with an investigator and the investigator made the comment. I thought you guys believed in Jesus Christ. And the person with the investigator who was giving the talk realized not once in the entire meeting had Christ been mentioned, like at all. Um, And how we really needed to focus our church meetings on Christ, right? Um, the, The point of the Bible, the point of the Book of Mormon, the point of the sacrament, of Relief Society, of Young Women's, of Primary, of whatever it is the guys do that I can't remember, the priesthood, (laughs) the priesthood meetings, like all the point of all of the different things that we do at church and for church and um, ministering and all of that stuff, all of it should come back to Christ. All of it should point us to Christ. Um, And if it's not, we should reevaluate because it should be. Um, And how something is simple as saying the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And then if we need to shorten the name, calling it the Church of Jesus Christ, making sure that we keep him as the um, most important point of the church, um, can have drastic changes on us and on... um, 
our understanding of the gospel and our relationship with um, Christ and with Heavenly Father. Um, the last little section I want to read, well, for now, from um, President Nelson's talk is this. He says, there are many worldly arguments against restoring the correct name of the church because of the digital world in which we leave, in which we live, holy cow, and with search engine optimization that helps us find all of the information we need almost instantly, including information about the Lord's church, critics say that a correction at this point is unwise. Others feel that because we are known so widely as Mormons and the Mormon church, we should just make the best of it. He goes on to say, in this crucial matter, we look to him whose church this is and acknowledge that the Lord's ways are not and never will be man's ways. If we will be patient and if we will do our part well, the Lord will lead us through this important task. After all, we know that the Lord helps those who seek to do his will, just as he helped Nephi accomplish the task of building a ship to cross the sea. And we see this again this promise um, echoed again in um, verse 118. Nope, not verse 118. Uh, section 118, verse 3. Um, I'm having a little disorder right now. He didn't listen to me. It says, Let the residue continue to preach from that hour, and if they will do this in all lowliness of heart, all lowliness of heart, in meekness and humility and long suffering, I, the Lord, give unto them a promise that I will provide for their families, and an effectual door shall be opened for them from henceforth. Okay, so I think that that's something to keep in mind that the Lord's ways are not man's ways, and a lot of times when we're following the Lord's ways, when we're building the barges, when we're building the ships, when we're constructing temples, when whatever it is that we're doing. When we're following the Lord's ways, when we're following what Heavenly Father has asked us to do, he will provide for us. And it may not make sense to us. And we may have to be like, um, so we kind of need some holes to breathe. Uh, or like, we need some way of breathing. Could you like help us out with that? Like, oh yeah, here, just draw some holes. Um, you know, I think it's important to keep in mind that um, following the Lord's ways doesn't mean we're not going to fail. Right. I mean, think about Nephi going to get the plates. How many times did they fail to get the plates until they finally were successful? Right. Um, the come follow me says the saints learned that through doing God. Though, OK, rewind. Oof. The saints learned that doing God's work doesn't mean you never fall. It means you rise again. And though you'll have to give up some things, those sacrifices will be sacred to God, even more sacred than your increase. And so I think ultimately we need to do what is asked for us or asked from us um, <laughs> because Christ is trying to do the best for us, right? Um, God is leading us home. And even though it's definitely not going to be the path of least resistance, it's definitely not going to be the smoothest bump free road. It is going to lead us home. And ultimately, isn't that the point? Isn't that the point of coming here in the first place is to be able to learn the things and grow in the ways that we need to, to be able to return to live with our heavenly father. 
um, and our Savior. And if that's the point, right, if that's the whole goal, why would we not listen to his prophet? Why would we not listen to the words our Heavenly Father is trying to speak to us? Our um, Savior, our brother who loves us, who gave his life for us, who understands our deepest hurt, our the biggest pains of our hearts, um, these people who love us so infinitely to a point we can't even fully comprehend how much they love us. Wouldn't we want to listen to them? Um, and so I'm just going to end with President Nelson. Um, the last kind of little thing that I liked from his talk. He says, so what's in a name? Right? That's how he started his talk. When it comes to the name of the Lord's church, the answer is everything. Jesus Christ directed us to call the church by his name because it is his church filled with his power. Um, my goal in 2020 was before, you know, the world went nutso, which actually turned out to be a good thing. Not the going nutso, but okay, let me rewind. What I decided to do, my goal for 2020 turned out to be a good thing because of the way 2020 went. Okay. <laughs> my goodness. Um, I need a nap. So my goal for 2020, and I think I've talked about this before, was to create a more Christ-centered home. And I discovered as I did that, as I paid more attention to what kind of books we were reading, what kind of movies we were watching, television shows, things that had always brought me peace, like TV shows or um, movies that I had always been like, oh, I love that movie. It's so peaceful. I discovered were actually not quite as peaceful as I once thought. Like I loved Charmed. I still do like Charmed, but I have a hard, a harder time watching it now than I used to. Um, and it's because it deals with things that are not appealing to the spirit. Um, and because I focused on trying to create a more Christ centered home, I am more sensitive to those things. And I think it's interesting because I know that that's a promise in the, um, book of Mormon that we will reject the idea of sin. Um, the more that we get closer to Christ, the more that we strive to be like him, the more that we strive to have our lives centered on Christ, the more we will um, seek him and reject the things of the world. Um, and so I personally can testify that I've had experience with that and that that has been true for me. Um, and so I hope this week, um, as you study the scriptures and study the various talks, um, that we think about what are the simple things that we have been asked to do that we could easily fold into the fabric of our lives. And I'll talk to you next week.